Hello my dearies and welcome back to Lab de la Voyageuse. I hope you're having a good year so far. I know we're just one weekend so we're going to start this week as a real week because last week was just getting to know this new year. We are still in a pandemic and it's still confusing, traumatic, not so full of hope but you know I think we're all carrying on in the entire world it's been very difficult for me for the past couple of months especially since the last post was in November I believe November the 3rd so I stopped working I took I was on medical leave I am still on medical leave for about a couple of weeks because I had a skin eruption which turned out to be psoriasis but with the verdict is still out on it so I was completely in a loop but that's for another story so it has been it's been a very traumatic experience I mean I have never experienced something like that in my life but this is for another podcast because I'm on demand I think I have found the right medicine and right lotion the right doctor especially so we're going to see how it goes so if you pray if you believe in god and listen to my podcast say a prayer for me when you do your prayers and intentions and as i am every day since this happened but the good thing is that it has helped me just to focus on myself, take a time to really breathe, really, really realize what I want and then prioritize myself, which I haven't been doing in a while. And it has been, I took it as a blessing. I was talking to one of my best friends yesterday and she was very shocked when I told her, well, I'm taking this as a blessing because it could be worse. I could be, it, I could couldn't know I wouldn't I would be could be in a situation where I couldn't even afford I didn't have insurance well the insurance doesn't cover anyways uh, my dermatologist appointment because it's not a chronic disease quote-unquote so but at least I was able to I'm able to work from home from right now I'm able to take care of myself I have a great support system and you know I'm just carrying on and see what's going to happen so I have a little hiatus. I'm very sorry I wasn't like as consistent with my podcasting as I'm supposed to, as I promised myself to, but we're going to work on that and see what we can do. But today is going to be a light, yeah, a lighter podcast because I have not resolution because I decided not to believe in resolution. I decided to just work on work on milestones for myself and you know develop a journey as to why i'm here and live in the present and do the best that i can so i want to talk about something really funny that happened to me yesterday actually so we can discuss that today so let's see about that Yesterday.
Monday. I yesterday was Sunday. It is Monday. Well, Tuesday actually. So let's say two days ago, which was the day before, which was Sunday. I went to the grocery store. I went to the hair salon, get my hair done. Even though I'm staying home, I just like to get my little little pocket of happiness. So I went to get my hair done and went to the grocery store and I was just roaming around talking to my best friend on the phone and then I found near the uh, soda because I don't drink any more sodas. I have cut sodas like out of my life since I think about 10 years now. I drink soda but not as much as I used to. Like back in college I used to drink all the time but I just stopped drinking sodas. I think when I moved to California I just focused on well drinking more water which is important and just natural fruit juice and if I have a soda I'll be like one in and out but never like a big bottle. I couldn't finish a big bottle of soda. I try at least to minimize it. Like I can do like ninety percent of ninety five percent of my year with that consuming sodas. But that's just me rambling now. So anyway, so I went to the grocery store and I found a bottle of ginger ale. Now I love ginger ale. I am a big fan of ginger ale. I think this is my favorite soda from the US that I've discovered. I love ginger ale. And since ever since I've moved back home, which is what, about f- now, we're going on now six years now, this year in August, I couldn't find. And one day, I think it was last year, I was craving for ginger ale. I was like, I will. I even Google how to make ginger ale because I was that obsessed. I couldn't find it. And lo and behold, I found a bottle of ginger ale in my local grocery store. I was so excited. It was an imported product, of course, because the majority of our products in our supermarkets are imported but i decided to buy it because you know there's nothing better than having adult money so i was very excited about it so i bought it and it was warm and i decided to put it in the fridge i bought some other stuff but i put it in the fridge and i thought oh my god monday during my lunch at home i'm going to have a very nice lunch so as not to mess up my birds so that i can fully appreciate the taste of ginger ale after more than five years let me tell you this was my first disappointment of this year it was bland and when i mean bland bland is just like an understatement it was bland it had no flavor it was just it was just i was disappointed i was just extremely disappointed i couldn't believe it i mean it was a big bottle i'm so disgusted i almost want to throw it away in the trash but i'm going to give it another try tomorrow but it was disgusting it was just plain disgusting I called one of my friends and I explained to her and she kept laughing and I said, well, I really missed it and I really felt, oh, great, this is a sign. Like I kept looking for it and then bam, I saw it, nitrogen drill, but there was no flavor. I was like, how can this happen? Was the product old? Is it an expired drink? How can it happen? I'm almost tempted to return it and have them as for a refund because it's unbelievable ginger with no flavor i mean ginger has like the most flavor of it's like a 
root with all the flavors it's very difficult to mask it but this was masked i mean and it was like things in there i was just grossly disappointed and then they put on the bottle without alcohol like who puts alcohol in ginger anyways to sell it nobody does it this was not canada dry it was it wasn't even like generic ginger ale i was extremely disappointed and so my hunt for ginger ale shall continue until somebody tells me where to find that in abidjan so if you're listening to my podcast and you're in abidjan and you know where to get canada dry please let me know send me a message so that you can solve my problem which is a very first world problem but yes it's the beauty of being an adult you can have silly problems like that and it just made me think about all the things from the u.s that i've missed that i cannot find or that i cannot duplicate like for example barbecue sauce i cannot find barbecue sauce here like ribs like mac and cheese i don't want to make mac and cheese i want to make like i want certain food to be made for me like i enjoy that and what else i miss well i miss target of course i miss target i enjoy target i love target i used to go on target words at midnight because i love target and so i can have that let's not talk about starbucks and for those who live in the u.s and i know coffee i used to work for a coffee company and i know good coffee i come from a country where we literally produce one of the best coffee beans in the world I know Starbucks coffee is trash. I'm sorry for people who are listening who love Starbucks. I love Starbucks. I love their mixed drinks. I love their frappuccinos. I think that's the only thing. It's the rush of sugar with caffeine. I miss that. I miss... uh, What else do I miss? Now I've decided to just list all of the food that I've missed from the US. So for McDonald's, I miss the McGriddle. Yes, I do with the pink. And the sad thing is that it's those things I could probably make it here, but it's not the same. And those of you who get it will get it. So I miss that. I miss McDonald's fries. I miss McFlurries. I miss donuts from Krispy Kremes, like the original glazed donuts from Krispy Kreme. Like literally when they come out of the oven and they say no red, so you know that if you go through the drive-thru or you go into the store, they will give you one for free. Yes, I miss that. And I miss what else? I miss I miss even root beer. Even though I always thought it was disgusting, but I miss root beer. And I miss I mean I don't I don't miss Skittles, but I do miss M&Ms. But I found sorry for the voice. I found M&Ms here, so that's fine. And then one of my good friends who came to visit me about now three years ago brought me M&Ms and Cheetos. Although now I, they have Cheetos here. They have hot flaming Cheetos. I bought some. It was great. In, like in, it was great to have some, but toward the end, I was like, yeah, this is not fly anymore. I do not like this anymore. Like This was too much. It was like overwhelming. And what else do I love? I miss, I miss Jamba Juice. I just miss those small things like that. I miss fish tacos. I miss fish tacos. I miss Mexican food, like real, authentic Mexican food. I really miss that. I tried tacos in Abidjan and they were too fancy because tacos are supposed to be like street food. And it was too fancy. It was nice. But it didn't hit the spot. It wasn't that. 
and miss and miss also chicken and waffles i explained to my friends here like what chicken and waffles is and they were horrified by the idea i told them yes in theory it is very it sounds very disgusting i mean it's fried chicken and waffles it's like sweet and salty but then in practice it is the most delicious invention created by i don't know who but i will do some research on it and let me tell you chicken and waffles is the best thing on earth i found a place here who make that makes it i want to try it and i hope the portions are consistent so i will let you know again i could make those things but i don't want to make those things i work hard every day so that i don't have to make a lot of things by myself so i can pay for people to do it for me so yes i once i'm a little bit healthier and a little bit like more like able to move around and like then once my doctor gives me the okay to like hang out and like socialize as as much as I want to, I am going to get a plate of chicken and waffles. Yes, of chicken and waffles. It won't be rascals, but it will be hitting the spot until I can make my own. So yes, I. This is some of the things I've missed, and it's funny how. When I was in the U.S., of course, there was some food I would miss from Cote d'Ivoire, like futus fascred, aloco. But I was able to make those things, and they tasted good. But here, it's very difficult because it's like, it's very how can I say that? It's, it's it will be considered fancy because you have to live in the U.S. and you have to be part of it. It's cultural. That's what it is. It's very the food is very cultural. Although we like we like to joke with some of our Americans friends and say that oh there's no culture, but it is very cultural to the U.S. Even to certain region. For example, in Missouri, there's this thing called dessert called the gooey gooey cake from St. Louis, which is delicious. I mean, it is sugar overload. It is diabetes in a pen but it is delicious and it's only popular in the midwest like very few people know it just like uh, sweet and uh, cashew chicken yes cashew chicken is a midwest thing it is a chinese meal with cashew and fried chicken but it is only like it's very particular to the midwest people who are living in the midwest know exactly what i'm talking about and you think it's kind of gross but it's really tasty and it's you know it's once you give it a try you're like oh it's actually not so bad i have a friend actually who made it because she really missed it she moved to new york and she made it and i was like oh my god i should probably do it but i will be the only one in my household wanting to eat cashew chicken because even for my other friends who i live in the state they will be like what is this we never ate that but it is very familiar for people who are in the midwest so it is very cultural so it's very difficult because when people are overseas what they think of the u.s is like a burgers and milkshake which are of course part of the culture but there's so much more than that there's like a rich culture there's southern food i didn't know about southern food until i moved to the u.s and like hang out with uh african americans and then discover that because to the outsiders to black people 
to African people to because this is who we are to African people we didn't even know that there was such thing as southern food until you move to the US I mean you could read about it of course but it's not very when you talk about food exported from the US you don't even they, they never mention the southern food which has its roots uh, from slavery and it's it's um how can I explain that it has its roots from Africa because it is former slave that developed this type of cuisine like you have like beans you have collard greens you have mac and cheese chitlins and you know like pig's feet which are food that are consumed here so you know it's like a whole it's like an heritage it's sad everything but they made something wonderful out of it you know and I believe I have to find there was a series on Netflix about it, about the type of food, like the correlation between African food and the southern food, because it's very similar. Like gumbo, for example, in New Orleans, it's very similar. It has like okra and all, and we eat a lot of okra in most of the sub-Saharan African countries. So yeah, it's it's sad, but I believe it would be a great idea for, I mean, I tried to share it. I couldn't find the color greens here. That was the thing. My Kenyan friends said that they have something similar to color greens in Kenya, but I, I couldn't find anything that looked like color green. And we have a lot of leaves here in my country. Like we eat a lot of leaves, like we eat like greens a lot. But I couldn't find color greens. I even showed it to my mom who knows things, who is like a big cook. Like she's a fabulous cook. But she couldn't see. I mean, she looked and it didn't look familiar. So I'm going to look for it. And if I do find it, I'm going to try and prepare a southern food meal and see with the cornbread and all the fixings and all that you know and see how it is like like turkey neck and all that and smoke turkey leg and all that i mean like a real like southern meal i miss that i just miss that a lot and i just realized that it made me realize or made me miss all of those food experiences because food in case you haven't noticed food is my love language like food has a lot of memories for all of us for me it's very special i remember like in college we had this uh and i think i was a from sophomore in college we had this group of international students where we would prepare uh food from our different part of our, of our countries and then we had a potluck because i thought it was a great idea so we organized a potluck i think it was in my apartment they went to other people's apartment and then one day i made flan and i thought flan was like something that only people in Cote d'Ivoire were making it well turned out it is a mexican dessert but we didn't even know i didn't know and i made it because you know this was my turn to make something so i decided to bring flan i googled it found the rest of the ingredients and just made it and one of the guy from mexico said like how did you know how to make that i said well we always make it at home it's like super cheap and easy to make and it's the only thing my parents would allow us like they would say 
oh if you want to bake it that's fine and then we will share with my brothers and aunts and cousins who were living in the house and he said thank you and he thanked me he's like you took me back to my country with just a dessert and it just made me so happy because i was like wow with food you can communicate so much with it like your emotions like you can share like you share knowledge you share conversation and then you share memories of course and you strengthen bond with it so i was very delighted to do that and i realized i miss doing that here because i've been so busy usually well while being sick i couldn't go out as much and socialize as much as i would do but usually once in a month i'll multiple days during the week actually i would eat with my best friend and hang out with some friends discover restaurants and all that but i haven't like cooked in a long long time i usually do it in during christmas time and stuff but i haven't cooked like full full meals like because i was really tired and i didn't want to do it but i think i'm going to do that this year i'm going to put it on my plane to just explore more food options and then see how it goes sad experience with my bottle of ginger ale made me realize that i i love cooking and i am going to try to replicate the recipes i enjoy in the u.s here and see how i can walk around it because this is what i decided to do i every time i have like a bad experience i'm feeling sad i'm going to transform it into something positive like something useful something resourceful for myself and i think this is going to be a good idea for me for my mental health for my own like physical health as well and a way for me to explore like hobbies and you know joining the routine à l'agréable how they say like they're the useful to the good and i'm very excited to do that so if you have any recipes send them some my ways and i'm sure it's going to be challenging finding uh, ingredients here in the u.s in the in ivory coast excuse me uh, yeah because in the u.s now you can find all the african ingredients that you need to make your soup like it is back home but in here in abidjan it's going to be a challenge either i'm not gonna find it or when i found it it's going to be very expensive but i can sacrifice it and make it but the good thing is that uh, southern food is not that expensive because it's what it's cornmeal and turkey and greens and macaroni and cheese which is a bit more expensive because the cheese here is imported but that's another subject because here we i mean we do grow stuff here but it's a long story that we will dwell into in much later episodes if i feel like it to dwell into that because there's a whole other can of worms i don't want to open but i think i can do it i think i can manage to whip up some american food and stuff now 
the thing I want to challenge myself is to make Mexican food. Now, when I first came to the U.S., Mexican food was introduced to me by Taco Bell. You can laugh all you want about it, but the majority of people living in that country have have been introduced to Mexican food through Taco Bell. But I got curious because I am curious and I met people from Mexico and I told them plainly, I know this is not your food. This is not what you eat at home. And they confirmed. So I ended up going to other Mexican restaurants which were very Americanized until I went to have real Mexican food and it was delicious and it is easy I could easily recreate it here we have the same spices we can find it we have cilantro we have a cumin pepper you know I think like cayenne pepper I think I can do it here I mean we have yeah, it's, it's feasible. I just need to give myself a little nudge and then just recreate it. Now, the one thing I could probably do, but man, it would be very difficult, is tacos. Like taco shells because, I mean, oof, from having to buy them for like not so much and having a place where I could literally have them made like next to my house, making them myself will be a challenge am i strong enough to do this i don't know i bet i'm going to do the best that i can that's my motto for 2022 i saw that on the meme actually it's a tiktok meme with mariah carey and they ask her what are you gonna do well i'm going to do the best that i can do and that's all i can do so that's on my thing and then the other the other cuisine i want to recreate is uh korean food korean cuisine they have a couple of korean restaurants here in abidjan actually we have great restaurants here we have a like, korean restaurants we have a vegan restaurant that i want to try and there's a couple of indian restaurants so i want to you know, and then there's a couple of Asian stores, which is great because they have kimchi, which I love. And I'm sorry, I just realized that my whole podcast has turned into what I like to eat, but it's okay. It's on par with my journey and who I am, so it's fine. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to try that. I think maybe once a month, I will take like a Sunday part of my self-care routine and just cook something and just like you know relax and take it easy and you know change from my diet and all that it will be great for me it'll be great for the be great for the body and great for the economy it's more money to spend but it's spent in a good way and i would like that i would really much love that and so yeah so i think i think for 2022 I'm going to be led by positivity. As like I said, I mentioned earlier, I decided not to just be stuck on resolution. Resolutions are great. I mean, it motivates all of us, but it's just a cycle where, oh, I'm going to make resolutions and then not stick by them. And then like, oh my gosh, December panic and say, oh my gosh, I never follow through with my resolution. This year, we're going to follow through. We're going to give ourselves deadlines. We're going to set expectations. We're going to give ourselves short-term goals, middle-term goals, and then long-term goals. And we're going to keep through it. We're going to push through. We're going to accept things we cannot change. We're going to listen to our heart. I 
our emotions. We're not going to apologize for who we are. We're going to set boundaries. Yes, that is important. We're going to set boundaries. We're going to learn how to say no. We're going to eliminate toxicity in our food, in our lives, at work, in our day-to-day activities, in our in everything. We're going to reduce and remove toxicity because it kills you faster than fried food. And we're going to move on and then, you know, and try not to catch COVID in the meantime, which, by the way, I've been like, oh, not getting covid ever since it started so i am very thankful for that and this is a failure i want to continue to have like i was wishing to my friends like may you get no failures and the only thing that you fail can be a covid test so i want to keep that energy that's the failure i would expect only this year but if i do encounter some you know, like disappointments, like the ginger ale disaster. I'm going to take it in stride and, you know, like make something out of it, you know, and not be desperate because it's just a ginger ale. It's not the end of the world, but, you know, I'm going to make the most out of it. And, you know, hopefully it will lead us to growth because that's what we want and just enjoy the process because that's what we can do right now, right? We've been so shocked and traumatized by this COVID situation that we just have to enjoy ourselves and then make the best out of it, you know. Set your intentions, pray, and, you know, let it go. That's all we can do and not try to be in control of everything. Well, that's mostly for me, but, you know, it will be good. It will be good for the economy. It will be good for you. It will be good for me. So on that note, I thank you again for listening to my podcast and I bid you goodbye. It's not a farewell. I am now back to podcasting normally. I'm going to keep up my schedule and continue little by little telling you about my life and journey ever since moving back to Abidjan. So happy new year again, my dearies, and be good, be safe, and be kind to yourself.